Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Soul Authentic Podcast. I'm Lynn, the host and creator, and thank you for joining me today on this episode. This episode, I have Sydney Fultz joining me, speaking about breathwork, ceremony, plant medicine, integration, and her journey of getting to all of those different places. She brings a trauma-informed, conscious-connected breathwork technique and understanding and so much more wisdom to the podcast and so much of it is about coming home to the truth and sovereignty of our being. Join me on this episode with Sydney and enjoy. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Soul Authentic Podcast. I'm Lynn, the host and creator of Soul Authentic, and today I am joined with a guest, Sydney Foltz, who mm-hmm. is a wonderful sister that I got to meet in down in Costa Rica. And I'm so excited to have her on today because she's so gifted in just everything that she's doing, who she is, and what she's bringing out into the world. So I'd love to invite her on to just introduce herself before we get into this juicy conversation. Sydney, without further ado, welcome. Hi, Lynn. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on here and share my work, share my journey, share my story with you all. Um, For those who don't know me, uh, I'm Sid or Sydney. Uh, I'm a holistic, certified, trauma-informed, conscious-connected, sacred breathwork facilitator and energy healer with this beautiful mission to help you awaken your own inner healer. Um, I hold a really safe, loving, and intentional space for you to break free of your limitations, to shed those conditionings, to rewild and unravel into your most primal, authentic, untamed self. With me, anything and everything is welcome. And I am really here to just help people tap into the magic that's living within them and to show people that you really are your own inner healer and you have everything you need within you. And you can access that through the power of your breath. So this work and my journey has really helped me come home to the truth of my soul and the wholeness of who I am. And I believe the breath holds that magic for everyone. So I'm here to share it with the world. Oh, yes. And so it is. <laughs> I feel like that was just you affirming your magic here with us. And I just want to thank you so much for coming on, being present, being being this jungle goddess as I see you <laughs> and for everyone looking at the video and seeing us tuning with us online Um you know, it, it's such a it's such an honor to reconnect with people through this digital space and to call them forward and and speaking into their power and into their inner healer. I remember having a breathwork session with you, and you're so talented and so gifted in holding the space. It was such a powerful session. It was such a an empowering session as well for me to just step into not only healing parts of myself that I didn't even know was there, but I stepped out of that remembering that, oh yeah, I am the sovereign being. I am this person that's responsible for my healing journey. 
There's no one else, mm-hmm. right? Every single other person that I call forth, right? Whether it's a practitioner, a therapist, a healer, they're not responsible for my journey. It's me. It's my power. And me and you had a conversation about that. And I feel like you truly stand for reclaiming your power and your inner healer. How, you know, how have you gotten to that place and what has led you to reclaim this in yourself? Mm. Yeah, that's a really beautiful question. I think what it comes down to is I just got to this point in my life where I was like, enough. I'm done being a victim. I'm done being in a disempowered state and I'm done creating my own perpetual suffering. And it took me to really realize like, okay, I've chosen this path for myself and everything I've gone through, all my traumas, um, all my hardships, all these like big mountains I've had to climb instead of like drowning in, in my sorrows and blaming the universe and blaming everyone but myself. It was like taking responsibility of like, no, like I created this for myself. Like Mm -hmm. this is the journey I came to earth to do so that I could be in liberation of those traumas. I could be in, in liberation of those hardships and realize that it's all happening for me and it's all happening for my growth and for my evolution. And through that journey, though, it's been long and hard and messy. It's allowed me to open up to this expansiveness within myself of like, I have everything I need within me. And I remind myself of that every single day. Like, I am so supported by my soul. I'm so supported by my guides and I'm so supported by my breath. And breath work has really been the most powerful tool in my journey into reclaiming my sovereignty. Like you mentioned, reclaiming my body, reclaiming the truth of my soul, why I came on earth, which is inevitably to just celebrate and to feel everything and, and to be in this human body and make the most out of this human body. And, and, you know, be with the sensations and the love and like, yeah, seeing that just abundance is all around me. And so the breath really helped me break free of that victim mindset and break free of those really toxic narratives that I had in my mind and really just heal those wounded parts of myself that were really just younger versions of me and bring them back into the wholeness of my soul. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you are speaking into like you are casting some spells and it is coming, <laughs> it's coming through strong today. I love that. I love what you spoke into about beginning to choose, right? Beginning to choose and and becoming aware of of what was happening around you. I mean, it first starts with awareness, right? The awareness that you are choosing the paths of Mm. victimhood, or you are choosing these stories that have been just replaying and over and over and over again. And sometimes those are are safe spaces, right? Sometimes, Mm. and I love that you spoke into you being trained as a trauma-informed practitioner, because this is, this is coming up more and more now. People are, are awakening and having our nervous systems being awakened to holding what has happened to us or happened before us, happened to our ancestors and allowing that to evolve and transform into, okay, how can I step into an empowered state 
with this knowledge, with Mm -hmm. this wisdom, with these lessons, right? And so it's very, it's, it's just very beautiful to be able to create the spaciousness enough to look at yourself and look at the ways you talk to yourself and the things that you believe in and just have compassion for it. Mm-hmm. And through that awareness, through that just attention and that compassion, there's like subtle shifts of your consciousness that happens in that. And it sounds to me that you gain the tools that really helped you shift. Can you speak into those tools, like just practical things that just like really shifted you? Any practices that just helped any, that could help anyone just like make that subtle shift? Because I hear, you know, breath work and the healing journey, but let's just kind of like open that up a little bit and expand on Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So I think for me, The biggest thing to remember is that everything's happening for us, not to us, right? So life is like this video game, right? And we're always leveling up. We're always getting to the next level. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes we're stuck on a level. We're stuck on a pattern. We're stuck on a challenge. Um, And I've definitely been there like countless times. Um, Still still get there, you know? Um, But I think one thing... One thing every day that I work on is returning to gratitude and looking at the abundance that is all around me and reminding myself, like I said earlier, okay, I came to earth to feel things. I came to earth to smell the flowers. I came to earth to taste the fruits. I came to earth to feel the soft alpaca blankets. I came to earth to take a hot bath, you know, like... I'm a human, number one. Yes, of course, I'm a soul, divine star being, but I'm also a human. And that's my reality right now. And so when things are tough, it's like, okay, how can I come back to my human? How can I open my heart to all the pleasures and sensations that are around me? And I feel like even just focusing on one thing, like maybe it's like holding a necklace that I love so much, or maybe it's reaching out to a friend who I know is just going to lift me up in ways that I need. And maybe if it's even too like every morning going into meditation, creating like a little ritual for myself to start the day, Mm. just seeing what I'm grateful for today, how I want to show up for myself and for the world today and how I want to do that without putting pressure on that. You know, maybe it's making a certain post on Instagram or maybe it's I'm going to a workshop in the community, or maybe it's just taking a walk down the street and being like, okay, let's see what happens. Let's see who comes my way. So it's like creating these little practices for yourself um, of just bringing you back into the moment of like, okay, all this internal chaos may be going on. Mm -hmm. My nervous system might be shot. Like, how can I calm my nervous system down? Yes, of course you can use the breath, but you can also use other body intelligence tools that are within us, like feeling sensations, like feeling emotions, like reaching out to our community, reaching out to those who are there mm-hmm. and being in gratitude. And again, coming back to that that message of like, okay, everything's happening for us. So how can I make the most of this day, make the most of this moment and level up from a place of love and not a place of fear? Mm, yes. That's so 
so juicy that you said that and I think that Mm -hmm. it's it's bringing us back into the now of what I'm hearing and you know it's so easy to kind of be stuck in the mental and the mind and Mm -hmm. and creating that disconnect which is so common right we're we're sometimes in you know if you're, you're like me and you're here in the states now and you're kind of surrounded by just this energy of let's keep going let's not stop let's not you know where is the room to to actually find stillness and it's really important to carve out those spaces for yourself to be the advocate for yourself in you know in the chaos right and whether that means to walk outside and take a walk and just like admire what's around you and in your environment something as simple as that can really bring you back into your body can really bring you back into what you're saying like the intelligence that's already inside of us that just is right that just Mm -hmm. connects us to this earth and to our humanness which I think is really special that you're you're focusing so much on on that to come back to we're human beings we're human beings Mm -hmm. and I think also within more of the spiritual community you kind of get a little bit ungrounded in the I'm the the star being I'm multidimensional and you also get a little bit lost in that and you forget that no actually you're also a human being you have to take care of yourself you have to nourish Mm -hmm. this this temple body that's really what it's about that's really what we're here to learn and so I love that you you emphasize on that as well yeah yeah it's like everything that's reflected or everything that's happening in our external reality is reflected on our internal reality so it's Mm -hmm. like we really always need to just come back home to ourselves and check in okay what's going on in our inner temple how can we clean up our inner temple so that our external reality Mm. can reflect our deepest desires and dreams and the life we want to create for ourselves yes so powerful so powerful and and just talking about that talking about really being in alignment to our dreams and our goals and the things that we want to put out there in the world how have you how have you been able to navigate struggle and obstacles when going after your dreams your goals right like if someone was to listen to this and say well you know, I want to be an artist. I want to do these things, but I'm I'm struggling with, you know, internal battles, right? How have you then navigated those major struggles as well? Hmm. It's, yeah, this path is definitely the path of an entrepreneur, the path of an artist, the path of someone purely sharing their magic has to be the biggest life initiation ever. Right. Um, yeah, I still move through doubts and fears and, but the voice of my soul and my Dharma and my mission is so much greater than the fears and the doubts in my mind. And so it's when those fears and doubts come up, it's like, how can we, how can we 
be an observer of the mind. See, okay, this is what the mind's doing. There's obviously some wounded part of me here, some part that's scared. Um, But how can we come back and open up our hearts? And instead of listening to the mind, come in and open up to the wisdom that's within our hearts. Um, For me, it's like when those doubts and fears come up, sometimes I just need to take a step back, sit in my hammock and open up my heart and be like, okay, soul, come through with the wisdom. Like, I know I'm meant to be doing this. I know I'm meant to be sharing these gifts with the world. I know I'm meant to be putting myself out there in this way. Like, like, like pump me up your soul. Like, how can I keep going and overcome these doubts and fears? And usually the message is always just like, like, this is your magic. This is your love. This is your light. This is what you're here to do. Like, you love this work. You love it. You love being a witness. You love guiding people. You love sharing your wisdom. Like who cares? Maybe it doesn't even matter if no one sees it. It doesn't even matter if no one signs up. Like you are putting yourself out there in this beautiful, magical way because you believe in your mission and you believe in this work. And it's like, every time my soul is like, stay with that, stay with the belief. Like you're your own greatest believer. Like use that fuel that, let that help you overcome these doubts and fears. Mm -hmm. And then of course there's the aspect of, yes, I need to go into the shadow work and, you know, heal the inner child and go back to situations in life that have happened where I've felt small or I've put myself out there and been punished. Maybe it's past life things, ancestral, you know, what have you, there's always that aspect to it. But I think number one, when these things come up, it's like, no, you love doing this, this work lights you up and it doesn't matter who's watching. It doesn't matter who's around. Like you're doing this for the greater good of the collective, but you're also doing this for yourself, Mm. for yourself, because it is fulfilling you in a very humbling way. Like nothing else has. Mm. So does that answer your question? (laughs) I mean, okay. I feel like it answered my question and more. So, (laughs) you know, Coming back to that place of what gives you pleasure, what gives you joy, what just like flows so naturally out of you that you're like, I can do this forever. And to me, what it feels like is you almost get into that flow state. And I know you've, maybe you've experienced this as well, being in the practitioner like role and holding space for somebody, you're almost going through a trance in that like you're almost in a flow state yourself as a practitioner allowing witnessing someone else go through their journey and that feels like some of the most natural things to do like I know for me right whenever I'm treating patients um in the clinic or or just holding space for somebody it just feels like the most transformative sometimes juicy sometimes dark moments but I'm here for it, you know, and that Mm -hmm. awakens something in me that I'm like, I'm meant to do this. I am meant to be doing this right now. And sometimes that's when you know, it's like a hell yes. Right. But sometimes it's a little bit of a, a subtle, it's a little bit of a subtle shift that happens in your body. And it's about bringing in that awareness of, okay, what am I feeling? How does this feel? What, what feels good? Right. And if we've kind of been coming from that place of just not listening to ourselves, not listening to our intuition, not listening to that 
that inner goddess that leads you to like those juicy, fun places. It's just about beginning to create that space for yourself, cultivating that, advocating for yourself and advocating for your body and what feels good. Because I love speaking from that full juicy place, but I also have in mind of just all the people that don't have or don't feel like they're not at that place yet, you know, just not there yet. They're in the, it feels still subtle. It feels still like a couple couple steps away, right? And, you know, this brings me to this next question for you about breath work and like how your journey began with that, because I think it's so important for people to just hear about people's journey and of how they got to their service, how they got to their medicine, how they started doing community work, right? And maybe that for you, that started a while ago, you like doing retreats and, and holding space for communities. So I want to just open up the space for you to, to share about your journey on breath work. Yeah, it actually connects back to what you were saying of being in that place of like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I know I'm meant to be doing something Mm. like this space of like, okay, what's my Dharma. So about four years ago, back in winter of 2019, I had reached this like one of one of my rock bottoms in life where I was like, you know, I was an actor in Chicago. I was going on all these auditions. I was running a podcast with friends. Um, I was working three different jobs, 80 hours a week. Like I didn't even have time to sit down and eat dinner. Like it'd be like shoving a sandwich down my throat on the subway, going from one job to the next. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm exhausted. I'm burnt out and I'm done. And these jobs I'm working, they were like restaurant jobs. It was like nannying restaurant. I worked for this distillery, even though that job was really cool. It was like, I'm exhausted. And this is not what I want to be doing. And, you know, like for those who are artists, it's like, you know, as an actor, it was just like, okay, like go on these auditions and keep going and going and going. But like it, it wasn't at a point where I was able to live off of it. And so And I had felt like I needed to keep all these jobs and keep going to make ends meet and to get somewhere in the world, which is bullshit, (laughs) bullshit. And yeah, so I kind of just got to this breaking place, breaking point. And my aunt, who's like a really divine mentor for me, she's amazing. She's like an ascended master on earth. She's absolutely incredible. Um, She was like, I want to bring you to my shamans in the Amazon. She's like, I want you to come and sit and heal with ayahuasca in a dieta with Shipibo shamans in the Amazon. Mm. And I had no idea what ayahuasca was. I had no idea what this kind of medicine work was, but I just know like it was like that full body. Yes. And I was like, yes, I'm there. Mm -hmm. So winter of 2019, I went and I sat a two week dieta in the Amazon with Shipibos and (laughs) I put in the work like I shed and cleared so much that I left that dieta being like my entire life is about to change I have no idea what it's gonna look like but I just feel like I'm soaring and there's no going back and so when I got back to Chicago it was like (laughs) it was like Christmas Eve the next day and I was like so overwhelmed with like you know I had she had shown me I had shown me like you need to clean up your life you need to sell everything you need to go this is not she took me into my junk drawer like 
underwear that had holes in it, you know, stuff like that. And then I had come into this holiday where I was just going to get all these things. And I was like, oh my God. It ended up being a really beautiful Christmas. I, it was totally fine. But yeah, I had a hard time integrating in Chicago because I knew my entire life was going to change and I just didn't know how. And But I did know that my intention was to heal and grow with the earth. I wanted to stop, stop using healing as a side thing and devote my life to it and devote my life to being on team Pachamama, team earth and healing and growing with the earth. And so as I was integrating in Chicago, I had come across this um, breathwork journey that was being hosted at a yoga studio in the city. And I don't know why, but I felt really called to it. And I was like, yes, let's do it. And it came at a really like challenging time for me where I was like integrating all this magic of the plants, but being stuck in the city and not knowing where my life was going. And I just remember this breathwork journey, like it was like a plant medicine experience. And I was connecting back to like all the love and magic that I had cultivated in that dieta, which is like within me. Right. And the harmony and the happiness and the alignment. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like what is this work? And so I continued with the breath work. Um, and then eventually COVID hit. Um, so the breath work stopped and, you know, eventually I sold all my things. I quit my podcast, left my agency, quit all my jobs and moved to Costa Rica with absolutely no plan, but just with the intention of, I want to heal and grow with the earth. I want to tap into ancestral wisdom and I want to create something for myself. So when I got to Costa Rica, I was like, "Ah, what am I doing? It was the first time in my life that I did not know what I was doing. And spirit the whole time was just like, trust it. Don't make plans. Let us take you. And so that led me to spending a couple months on a permaculture farm, which was really beautiful. And then it launched me into this, um, another ayahuasca journey, which was this vision quest with ayahuasca. And so I did the vision quest and it was beautiful. It totally opened me up to the lands here. And when I got out of that vision quest, I also had a hard time integrating. I was like, oh my gosh, like I still don't know what I'm doing with my life. Like I kind of hoped that I would tell me like what I'm supposed to do with my life, but like she doesn't do that. So <laughs> um give me the answer. I was like, okay, like in the past, what and I was having such a hard time integrating. And I was like, what what did I do after my first dieta? Like, what did it? And I was like, breath work. And I was like, oh, beautiful. And then I was like, wait a second, instead of like just always attending breath work, like why don't I learn the art of breath work so I can sit myself in it and share this magic with the world? Yes. Uh-huh. So I guess I did tell me in a way, in a sense, but so I went online and I found the Sacred Breath Academy mm-hmm. and they had their Sacred Feminine Breath Work program, which is basically like feminine mystery school meets breath work. And it was like this full body. Yes. What I loved about this school was it was really extensive training, like that trauma informed training that I mentioned, like this school trains you. I, you know, it took over a year to get certified for myself and so much experience, so much learning, so many books to read and, and so much practice to do. And, um, yeah, this journey in itself, like number one, like working with this breath work transformed my entire life. It transformed, it's ignited my healing journey in a way that I never experienced before. Like 
the experiences I was having with breath work and the things I was shedding and the ancestral healing that I was doing within my lineage and the, the pure power and magnetism that I was cultivating within myself was like beyond anything I had ever experienced before, even in plant medicine work. And so, yeah, my journey with the breath, it's been a long and beautiful one. And, you know, from the very beginning, it's, it, it, it's been okay. Like it's shown me like, I am my own inner healer. We are our own inner healers. Like the breath is the bridge between body and spirit it is the very reason we are alive today. We could go days without food and water, but we can only go minutes without our breath. And it's like, I want to show people so bad that like you literally are using your medicine every single moment. Like it's here for you. And it has such a beautiful journey to take you on. And you can, you can heal lifetimes with this breath. And it's one of the most beautiful technologies I think earth gives us. And you think about oxygen, right? It comes from the plants. It comes from the trees. So really when we're connecting with our breath, we're connecting with earth magic and yeah. So it's just been this really beautiful journey of just shedding so many layers of conditioning, limiting beliefs and thoughts, breaking free from those and just tapping so deep into the ancient primal wisdom that lives within my body and just being like, this is it. This is what I'm here to help people do is to get to this place of what it means to be a human and a fractal of source at the same time. Mm -hmm. Oh, so it is. I love that. I just, I hear, I hear the, the mission. I hear the purpose. I hear the passion in you about breath in you about this powerful, powerful innate wisdom that we have inside of us and that everyone has, we have access to it all the time, every day, any moment. And you know, we're starting to see this huge, huge, crazy transformation of breath happening, right? In our society now, people being empowered to use their breath as a tool to help them through any situation. And I just feel like you're the perfect person to just speak about why using the power of your breath. What is it about breath that can help change your life? And you just spoke into all of those different pieces. And Thank you for sharing your journey because I know someone out there is going to hear that and just be like, okay, this is it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing <laughs> and connecting with that. And how special is it that our breath is actually that one thing that goes into our lungs, right? And our lungs is actually the only organ that connects with the external world, our lung and our skin, right? It's the only like main thing that connects with the environment directly, everything else in our body is in, internal. And so that breath almost feels like the kind of intermediate space between our body, the internal world and spirit. That's what mm -hmm. it feels like to me. And, you know, it's almost this like initiation into, okay, when I connect to my breath, I connect to a part of me that's at a higher state, right? At a state that's calm that's regulating to my nervous system that makes me feel like I can actually handle these overwhelming situations or these moments where I'm like I I couldn't before 
And so there's this level of tapping you into almost what I feel like your higher self. When Mm -hmm. I tap into breath, it grounds me into, okay, this is my, my higher being right now, just here to just guide me. And so I love that you speak onto that. And I just want to give you some more space if you wanted to share more about breath. And, you know, if, if someone here, you know, has not um, experienced much breath work or even feels disconnected for their breath, because I know from my own personal journey, I remember like holding my breath all the time. I remember like only taking shallow breaths. I remember only like not even having the concept of breathing into my womb space or breathing into my lower belly. Like I did not have that understanding or that education before and why that was important. So I just want to give you some more spaciousness to just share a little bit more about breath and why it's so important today. Yeah. So I love what you said about that part of like the breath connects us to our higher selves. Cause I believe that to be true. That's exactly what we're doing, especially through conscious connected breath work. We are, um, we're heightening the amount of oxygen in our bodies and decreasing the amount of carbon dioxide, uh, while working with the circular breath at a moderate pace. And so what that's going to do is it's going to allow us to access those higher states of consciousness, dive deeper into the spirit realm that lives within us and awaken any traumas and wounds that are living within the body, right? In our cellular memory and our limbic brain. And what's so beautiful about the breath is that it shows us exactly what we need to see and there's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to hide. And the breath is there supporting us, giving the courage to descend into whatever is arising, knowing that we will rise on the other side in full liberation of that, of that space. Mm. And yeah, what I love about the breath is that it's, it, it's allowed me to explore the vast emotional landscape that lives within my body and realize that all emotions are intelligent, no matter how uncomfortable they are. They have a gift for us. Yeah. And it's just been so powerful that through these breathwork journeys and through these breathwork ceremonies, I've been able to feel every single emotion to its fullest and release it out of my body in whatever way is needed so that I can rise on the other side in liberation and open up the gift that it has. Because the truth is our soul has these gifts and these messages to give us. And I really truly believe one of the biggest keys to unlocking those gifts is the breath, right? Because the breath has us, especially working with a conscious connected breath and diving so deep within our souls, like we're going to meet those intimate parts of ourselves. And it might be parts and versions of ourselves that we've never met before, or parts and versions of ourselves that have been there screaming, wanting to speak, wanting to be seen, wanting to be heard. And it's giving those parts an opportunity to be seen, to be heard, to be felt and, and to be opened up and healed so that all these versions of ourselves can come back into the wholeness of our soul. Like what the breath does is it really aligns us to the truth of our soul. Mm. It really helps us ignite our inner fire And especially with the sacred feminine breathwork methods I've been working with, there's this one method called the Kundalini Tantric method, which is the conscious connected breathwork, but it's adding a root lock, a mula bandha with every breath. 
And so what that's going to do is it's going to ignite that Kundalini energy. It's going to really, the breath and the Kundalini together are going to help awaken your unique soul codes, awaken your unique magic, help you fill your entire being with your energy and clear anything that's not yours. And I believe breath work does this in general. Um, but adding the the aspect of the Mula Bandha is really supportive in this work. Um, and, you know, for those of you who are listening and looking into to breathwork techniques, I do recommend that you find a method that's rooted in reestablishing safety within the body and working with the parasympathetic nervous system. So this is a big thing I learned in my training is that there are some pretty harmful breathworks out there. Um you know, the, the quick in and out mouth breathing that activates the sympathetic nervous system. You know, you're in this quick journey for like 30 minutes and then you're kind of like shut out into the world with no post-processing and integration, no, no realigning with the, the parasympathetic nervous system, no coming back into your bodies. And so this can actually re-traumatize the body. Mm -hmm. And so what I love about my methods and what I love about the sacred breath Academy is that their training is rooted in reestablishing safety within the body through the parasympathetic nervous system. Mm -hmm. So to, to, to access the parasympathetic nervous system is to breathe in through the nose, because when we breathe in through the nose, we're actually going to access that full lung, uh, capacity that we have. And so the breath is going to go into the lower part of our lungs and awaken the vagus nerve. And the vagus nerve is where we hold those parasympathetic nerve receptors that bring our bodies into a state of rest and relaxation. So if you're looking to journey deep in your soul with the breath, it's so important to align with the method that uses the parasympathetic nervous system. Because when we're diving so deep into our spirits and we're moving through this emotional catharsis and we're reliving our traumas and our wounds, like we don't want to be in a sympathetic state, right? That's, that's activated by that quick in and out mouth breath. Like that's our fight or flight mode. Like that's not where we want to be when we're going through all this. So that's, that's the biggest, um, the biggest tip I can share when finding my hair, when finding a breathwork facilitator or breathwork method that's in alignment with you is um, finding a method that is uh, driven by the parasympathetic nervous system. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that and just bringing awareness to that. There's, there's techniques out there that can activate us more actually, and can just cause even more uh, deepening into that stress response that our bodies are sometimes stuck in, in, right. And it's about kind of being held in a, in a certain space. And I've actually gotten trained in some trauma-informed, um, five elemental like, acupuncture therapy before. And it's, it's really thinking about yang transforming into yin, right. That masculine high stress response, turning back into that nourishing, relaxed yin-like state. Sometimes making that switch between yang into yin is very hard. It's so difficult for us to come into that space, right? It's mm -hmm. almost like when you've had those moments of being really activated, really excited and going home and trying to just get some rest, but you're like, I just can't, I'm so activated right now. I can't, my yang just won't turn into yin, like my high energy state. I'm still so awakened in that. So it's about finding the methods what I'm, I'm hearing from you saying is just finding those methods that kind of bring you back into your body, that bring you back into regulating and, and actually activating your parasympathetic 
nervous system, which is the rest and digest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So powerful, so powerful. And, you know, you spoke into ceremony earlier, you mentioned it a couple of different times. And this is something that I just love talking about because I feel like ceremony and ritual has been used for thousands of years by indigenous um, cultures and just from really ancient civilizations in a really sacred way to just honor homage right to the earth and to different cultures and traditions and I feel like it's coming back into the sphere of how can we bring this into our daily lives like how can we make the mundane special and Mm -hmm. bring in this element of gratitude for the earth bring in this element of joy with just my food that's in front of me or this person that's just right in front of me how can I make this experience special and really sacred and that it feels like if this is the last moment like this is it right I'm here I'm here fully with this I'm here because I recognize that spirit is within everything so when I am fully present with one person in this one moment then that is that is right it, it just is and I'm supposed to be here right now so Can you just share a little bit about how you personally use ceremony and ritual in your life? I know you shared a little bit about that and how you've actually used that in community as well. Mm. And, you know, that could also expand to the work that you're doing with plant medicine, which is such an amazing, uh, an amazing growth point. And we're, I'm excited to hear about it. I know it's going to be incredible. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think on a very like daily basic level ways that I have cultivated more ritual in ceremony in my life is a morning practice where I'm sitting down, I'm calling in the benevolent guides I want to work with. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe I have some crystals, some flowers, I'm lighting some, some sustainably sourced Palo Santo, you know, I'm working with my feathers. I have my drum, you know, and it's just like, okay, what kind of ceremony and ritual do I want to create for myself this morning? And sometimes it's me singing to the plants. Sometimes it's me just smudging myself. Sometimes it's me like having a session with the angels, you know, or doing my tarot cards. It's just a really beautiful way to, um, start your day intentionally because I think a way that we can cultivate more ceremony and ritual in our lives is just being intentional with every single thing that we do. It can even too, like I always, I've gotten to this habit of like blessing every single meal before I eat it, charging it with light, charging it with love and um, saying thank you to the spirits that made it to this plate, to the hands that made this food, to, to the money that was allowed me to buy this food. And you know, blessing it with the eyes and the light of source and unconditional loving light and just asking it to to nourish my body as I vow to nourish it always, you know? And I think another way um, we can create ceremony and ritual with ourselves is, um, is calling upon um, those those parts of ourselves that maybe are looking for healing. Like, let's say you had you know, a session with a coach or a therapist. And it was like, oh, this younger part of my child came up. Um, I want to heal this. I want to talk to them. Like, I want to visit this younger part of myself, like sitting yourself in ceremony, sitting with that version of you and speaking to them and, 
you know, telling them, look where you are right now. Like, look how amazing your life is. Like, this is just a little bump in the road. Like that bully will mean nothing to you when you're in your twenties, you know, like look how beautiful life is. And it's just like bringing celebration and ritual into every moment of life and intentionality. And so how I've created this within my community is having the breath be the gateway to that ceremony. And what's so beautiful. So, so in my sessions, um, both in the virtual and in person realms, like I've created a ceremony for you. Like, just like you've created this beautiful container that is so authentic. Like I've created a beautiful container for us and for you to have a safe, loving and intentional journey with the breath. And whether that's a solo journey where it's just you and all versions of yourself or whether it's a group journey where it's like every single person who I love group journeys because spirit always brings together like the right amount of people. Spirit always brings together like the perfect amount of souls. Even before the journey, you see like who signs up last minute, who drops out last minute, right? It's all this like divine intelligence because I believe within ceremony, within these group rituals, Every person has an important part to play, whether it's being a mirror, a reflection, whether it's maybe one person's journey allows the space to be anchored in light while another person's going through, you know, a really deeply painful experience. And um, I, it's just been such an honor to to hold these group spaces and to create this safe, intentional container um, for people to go deep. And for people to release in any way that they need, like screaming, crying, laughing, shouting, getting angry and punching a pillow, even having a full-blown orgasm on your mat, like all these things are possible. Mm -hmm. And we're here to experience those things. You know, that's, it's what I come back to the intelligence of our bodies. Like that's how we Mm -hmm. express ourselves. And so bringing that fullest expression giving people a safe place to access that divine fullest expression through the power of the breath has just been the most like, I don't know, beautiful gift that I've been given on my journey and my path. And it's something I'm so passionate about, even working with retreats too. Um, a lot of the, the work I've actually done bringing breath work into retreats has been for plant medicine integration. And so, you know, a lot of the times, um, and it's beautiful because all of these, these, all the people who come to me for plant medicine integration to sit with the breath with plant medicine integration, or even as an alternative, like I've, I've, I've worked with all these plants, right? So it's almost like we're in this like communion and sometimes the plant spirit can come through during these sessions. And, um, what's really beautiful is to just give people that safe space and permission to finish up what maybe has been opened up and gain more clarity on that. And, and maybe they had a really traumatic experience and they're here to reestablish safety within their bodies through the breath and, and reestablish a healthy connection with those plant spirits. And so that's kind of here, the space I've just been called to hold as well, like through my journey with pl- different plant medicines and like through my knowledge with the breath and also just my, my, my magic as a space holder. And, you know, for those who go and, you know, take a look at my Instagram or whatever, like tigress rising, like that's who I am. I have this tigress energy. Like Mm -hmm. it's just this, like, you know, this very primal, authentic, wild, like fully expressed self. And I really fully believe that because I'm so anchored in that, like it's an invitation for people to do the same. Yeah. Um, so I think it went a little off track with your question about oh, okay. ceremony and bringing them to, to community. But yeah, where I really feel like 
what the breath and, and plant medicine is showing me is that I'm really meant to go deeper on this path of teaching people how to breathe during ceremonies, teaching people simple breath techniques to, to, to bring into their plant medicine experiences and also bringing the breath work in more in a, in a deeper way for that plant medicine integration. Cause I just, you know, there's so many people who've come into my field and be like, yeah, I sat in Aya ceremony and Aya told me I need to learn how to breathe. And then I met you the next day or like, you know, someone sits in a mushroom ceremony. They're like, yeah, the mushroom showed me that I, I'm not breathing right. And then I met you and heard you talk about breath work. And it was like, I'm just here. And so it's like, cool that like, there's this interconnectedness of like, okay, Aya Waska is here showing you that you need to connect your breath. And it's like, I was like, okay, who's in the community? Who's the breathwork facilitator in the community that will like be exactly what they need. Oh, Sydney's here. Okay, perfect. Let's match them up together. And so, um, just, just trusting in that. And Mm -hmm. I think, um, to, to finish up your question, to tie a little bow on it, it's important to, um, create that ceremonial space for so why I create such a safe, intentional, loving, and trauma-formed ceremonial space for the breath work is because having that ceremonial space allows anything and everything to happen. Mm-hmm. And it gives us that freedom to um fully allow what's coming up for us, whether that's through plant medicine, whether that's through the breath. And it's all rooted in love and inner knowing that whatever's coming up is absolutely perfect and however it needs to be expressed can be expressed. Um, and it's really important to feel held in a safe space. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's kind of part of my mission is to create that safe ceremonial space for people to connect back to ceremony and ritual within themselves. And I think the breath is such a beautiful, um, a beautiful wise tool, uh, in accessing that within ourselves. Yeah. So beautiful. And I've experienced this from you and that you held safe space for me during my breathwork journey. And what happened in that space when we're just creating ritual and and that ceremony was me as the person going on my own journey with my breath. I was able to alchemize some major magic in that, right? It's about kind of what well, I love the word alchemy because it's turning base metal into gold. I feel like that's really what's happening all the time in every way, like plants turning like soil and the seed into like these beautiful trees and all of that. We're like constantly doing that in in mm-hmm. these very subtle ways, but also in these these bigger ways. And so you holding that really safe space for me to go through that process was so vital, so important. And also co-regulating like if we're just continuing to talk about just trauma response and how our body adapts to um trauma and um the different techniques that we're kind of uh sharing here being with someone that can kind of co-regulate that space for you is so important and another Mm -hmm. thing that you also spoke into was the breath being this like gateway to any sort of practice whether it's ceremony or ritual What's the first thing that you do when you center yourself? You take that breath. You take Mm -hmm. that breath. It gives you a pause to the next thing, right? For me, I'm starting to understand that that breath is that switch between yang and yin. It's that Mm -hmm. that point of, of that middle point, right? Of just, okay, 
I've been go, go, go all day. I've been so in my masculine energy all day. It's time for me to just take that breath into the nourishment, into the relaxation, into just the juiciness of our feminine energy, right? Mm-hmm. And so I love that you spoke into all of those different pieces. And Sydney, you're just an incredible being. Thank you so much for joining. Mm-hmm. I want to just give you some space here. If you want to just share anything else um, that has come up for you or anything that's alive and where people can reach out to you and just work with mm-hmm. you. Because I know there's going to be some people that are like gravitating towards <laughs> what you're putting out there. Mm, Yeah, I'd love to just leave everyone with a really simple breath that they can use on the daily to get back into that yin space. Mm. Um, And it's just a really slowed down version of um, what I guide people into in my sessions. But what you can do is just find a really nice, quiet, meditative space and begin to take some deep breaths into your nose, breathing into your belly bringing it up into the heart and slowly exhaling out on a sigh and allowing each breath to flow right into the neck. So again, taking a nice deep inhale through the nose, breathing into that belly, feeling your body expand as the breath goes up into the chest and really exhaling and treating that exhale as a really deep and beautiful release. And so you can just continue with this gentle breath for five to 10 minutes every day. And like you said, it's a really beautiful way to have us shift into that parasympathetic state, that yin state, that cool, calm, relaxed state. And it actually can allow us to invite in clarity and invite in creativity and open up the heart and allow us to tune back into the heart, tune back into our souls if the mind ever becomes too much. Um, So I feel like that's a really beautiful way to, to, a little beautiful gift to leave you guys is just a simple breath technique. Like you can even do it on an airplane. (laughs) Like I do it on airplanes all the time. Mm -hmm. And you can even too bring that kind of breath into your plant medicine journeys, like whether it's combo or mushrooms or Aya, just coming back to that really deep, slow, gentle breath in through the nose, out through the mouth, and just tuning into that like beautiful wave of breath that's flowing through your body and just feeling the nourishment and safety and the magic that's within that breath. Mm, Um, And yeah, I have, I'm available both in person and online for all my offerings. I've actually just entered the virtual realms, which is really exciting. Um, So yeah, I hold um, monthly, uh, group journeys online. Uh, so for those who maybe aren't ready to sit a one-on-one session yet and want to try the magic of this breath work, like I'm here to hold you in a really beautiful group journey. Um, I also offer, uh, private one-on-one sessions. Uh, I work retreats, events, group journeys, all of that. And I actually have this really special program out right now that I actually channeled through my, my last dieta in August, and it's called soar beyond your truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and here we're really bringing the embodiment of the eagle into this work, but basically it's a three month private container. I'm working mainly with breath work, but also energy healing. Cause I'm an energy healer as well. And the intention is to break free of your limitations, break free of your conditioning, to shed those old versions of yourself that you're ready to let go of and to dive so deep and ignite the truth of your soul 
Mm. and soar beyond that. Right. So month one is all about shedding. It's all about, yeah. But like I said, shedding those conditioning, shedding those old parts of ourselves, like mm-hmm. clearing ourselves of those blockages. And then month two is all about awakening and igniting our truth. Right. So even if you feel like you've had this awakening, like there's more, there's more truth that lies within your soul. And so it's like aligning with the truth of our souls and starting to open up to um, the messages and the gifts that our souls have to give us. And then the third month is all about soaring, right? So now we've awakened and ignited this truth. Now, like the ego, we get to soar beyond this truth into the magic of the great unknown that lives within us. And I'm, I love this program so much. And I'm only calling in three special souls at a time to really um, honor the commitment and sacredness to this work and for me to be there in a way to to hold you through this journey. So if that's something that interests you, um, you can always visit my website, tigrisrising.com. Um, you can sign up for my email list on there. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. It's at tigris underscore rising underscore on Instagram. And I'm always sharing things with about the breath. I'm always sharing different um offerings that I have. And if you want to get a deeper idea of um, the methods that I work with um, and my story, um, that's all on my website as well. So uh, that's where you can find me. And if you're listening to this podcast and something really resonates with you, if you have any questions, like feel free to reach out, send me an email, send me a DM, like I'm, I'm here for you. And I am so passionate about breath work and this magic and this work. And I really do believe it's so important for the world right now and the collective healing that needs to take place. So yeah, if anyone ever feels called to reach out, please do. Cause I'm, I'm open to receiving you. <laughs> I'm open to opening up that conversation. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for just shining your light, being you and empowering people into stepping into their authenticity, because that's what this is about, right? This is why I created so authentic is to just call on different artists, visionaries, leaders, people who are just doing the work, putting themselves out there, being authentic to their mission to share their story. And I'm so glad I called you on. And I always ask each person this question before we come to a close. And this question for you is, what does it mean to be your soul authentic self? Hmm. I think to be your most soul authentic self means to be the most authentic embodiment of who you are, mm. to live from your heart, to share your magic with the world unconditionally, to speak your truth, to um, not care about the opinions of others and to like fully embody the magic of who you are and anchor into fearlessness, right? Not letting our fears and our doubts keep us from going where our authentic expression wants to lead us. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so it is beautiful. And so it is. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming on Sydney. And thank you for everyone that joined us today. We are so, so honored to bring this out to you and yeah, until next time. Thank you everyone. If you have reached this point of the episode, I want to send you my deepest gratitude. 
you are one of the real ones. So thank you for joining me and the guests on this episode. And I just want to send you my love wherever you are, my blessings to wherever you are in your life in this point. And I want to ask if you can follow, like, subscribe, leave a review wherever you are listening. It would be deeply appreciated. That way I can get and reach more people just like you into the podcast and share the wisdom of Sothentic. Thank you, everyone. If you'd like to reach out to me, please follow me at I am Lynn Love and go on my website, lynnembodied.com to reach out to me there. Sending you so much love, tribe. Thanks again. Have a beautiful day.